Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out. With your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Overwhelmed and Confused. Hola. Hello. Sorry, I was closing windows. Cha-cha. Always Cha-cha. closing so many windows. How many tabs windows do you have open? <clears throat> well, I had three open. Tabs, I mean. Because I had, well, I have my email open because you emailed me. I had the URL Zoom launcher webpage open because, <clears throat> you know. And then I had YouTube open because I was listening to random music while I, I was waiting. So, boom. Oh, sorry. I don't have I don't have good wait music for you. I'm so sorry. I'll try and that's all right. Try and be better next time. <coughs> uh, no problem. I just was messing around doing stuff. Why? Waiting for you. So, was it? Just got done eating, so I just popped in here and was like, "Oh, turn on, plug in things, go." Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Aaron. Okay. Aaron's the the pow to the wow. Oh, I was like, what? I was really worried about that segue. Like, speaking of pow, like, uh, what, 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 um, it's either things are getting bad in your neck of the woods, or this is some sort of weird Mario reference, right? Like Donkey Kong reference that I'm not ready for. No, not quite. Not quite. Yeah, yeah. No, that would have been that would have been an interesting segue if the like if the jeep had just completely blown up on the highway. That would have been that would have been a good segue. So it's still together it's in one still, piece. Still together. It hasn't like explode. Okay, well that's good. Not exploded jeeps are good. Yes, this is. It's my motto, <laughs> really. Um, that's what I live by. <laughs> it's a good motto. Uh, handy one. It's just weird to me that I guess it's just a one of those sign of the times things, right? Like that Jeep is making uh, an instrument that is like so incredibly delicate <clears throat> that like one thing going wrong makes it explode all over the place and be in a mechanic shop for months and months. <clears throat> when I have definitely seen a person drive a jeep just over a tree like just not <laughs> like an older jeep yeah. like just like right over it just like blap right across didn't even stop slow down nothing is fine <laughs> tree okay yeah and then went tree. Forward, right no <laughs> and this wasn't even like a this was not like some kind of like weird like weekend rock crawler thing it was just like his jeep mm-hmm. so he drove around everywhere i don't know just like drove it over a tree, blam! Right, like <laughs> really just blew the tree right down. What the What the heck? <laughs> it it boggles the mind. Um, so that's how that's an interesting. Like we've come a long way, Jeep. Like you, can... mm-hmm. and here we find ourselves. So everyone, everyone, everyone surprised. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
So me too. Um, but I know the listeners are probably bored of, of listening to me moan on and on about like utilitarianism, right? But like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's what <laughs> it was on. Oh my gosh. I was on, I was on Facebook marketplace because that's one of my favorite places to be these days. Found a night. Cause that's where Toyota Land Cruisers are. Found a 1984 Toyota Land Cruiser. Mm-hmm. Uh, truck. See, I knew it. <laughs> that they imported from. Where did they import this thing? It's a. It's the diesel, so you know it's amazing. Oh uh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. No, that means it, yeah. you literally can't destroy this thing. Uh, it was. That means it has just like how much torque does it have? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's sufficient. Um, it was one of the. It's one of the rare ones. This is this is way into Land Cruiser territory here. Um, but the high, most the highest desirability ones come from places like Costa Rica and South America um, because there's no <clears throat> issues there. Uh, they just like body rust and these kind of things. So for whatever reason, I'm going to say, what are you talking about? They dr- actually there. They actually drive them around through a jungle all day. Like, well, yeah. oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> field, field tested. Um, but this thing is amazing. It's just <laughs> feel broken. Feel That's broken. <laughs> it only has, it's 1984. It only has 133,000 miles on it. Male transmission. Oh, it's fine. Um, it was made. I know. Those are jungle miles though. So it's at least triple. triple. But it's one of those where it, uh, you know, it goes like 48 miles an hour. Um, and there, it comes standard with no heat or no AC. It just is an, and truck. Uh, I mean, you don't need heater in Costa Rica. No. I mean, I understand no. there's mountains, Costa Rican listeners. You can tell me, I want to know your average low temperature, uh, but I know there are mountains in Costa Rica. So if you get up in mountains, obviously it changes the game, but uh, <laughs> lots of other places in Costa Rica, I'm I'm not aware that they need just tons of heat. Um, the- <laughs> right. So, um, and here's the killer. I mean, here's the thing of like, you know, you you find these things. It's from 1984. Has 133,000 jungle miles on it uh, from Costa Rica. It it is. <laughs> it's, it's a price on this bad boy. Twenty thousand dollars <laughs> for a left hand drive diesel. Land- <laughs> wow! <laughs> I should add, it's the HJ 47. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously. So. <clears throat> It's just, it's just goodness those, gracious. Those gems out there, and I'm like, oh, maybe, oh, so cool, so cool. Good way. <laughs> anyway, I'm scrolling through the pictures right now, so give me a moment. I'm going to be distracted. <clears throat> I don't know what would be a more interesting conversation: the conversation with your wife, or the conversation with your loan officer about why this is a great idea <laughs> to buy this, right? Because I imagine the bank person's like. Dude, seriously, why? <laughs> like, dude, can you loan me twenty five thousand dollars for that? No, yeah. I will not. <laughs> I'm sorry, you want to do what? Like, okay. yeah, that's good. We are not signing off on that. To roll okay. with me on this one. <laughs> you know that guy's got. They gotta be like. Never seen his money again. It's just yeah, gonna go actually, into parts and right. like. <laughs> <laughs> At such such is the Land Cruiser cruiser lifestyle. I guess you know, just so so hard to be I understood. Mean, sure, nobody nobody understands what it means to be a true cruiser head. 
Is that it's ridiculous? It's not what, oh dear! That's not what they call themselves. <laughs> oh, that's what they do now. It's now what they're calling themselves. There are three clubs have just formed. Right, Cruiserhead Unite. <laughs> right, they're going to have sweet flags to hang off the back. Right, mm-hmm. like like the old Boy Scout, like patrol flags. Right, like you know how we used to have those. Like, <clears throat> yeah, get some, some oh, like yeah patches and some yes and some... stickers. Got to have stickers mm-hmm. for the back window. Spare covers. Oh yeah, there you go. I'm all about this. Uh, <laughs> so just know that that's where we're headed. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Check your local area for the Cruiser Head Club near you. Join today. <laughs> so anyway. Swap uh, meets once a month on Saturday. <laughs> or parts, right? <laughs> Gather on Fridays. Part out on Saturdays. Indeed. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's all the news I bring to the world. <laughs> There you sorry. go. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Broken. Uh, land cruiser wish lists. Jungle, jungle land cruisers. Jungle land cruiser wish lists. There you go. Yeah, I don't really have anything either because, again, I'm not working. It's been like. Uh, next Monday. Yeah. It's the, the confidence that sells it. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what day it was. Um, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I I have a. I've existed in the school environment for so long that whenever it's not in session, like I have this problem in the summer too. Like I, there's oftentimes I literally have no idea what day it is. Like nothing, none, because that's my days are regulated by like what's happening at school. Sure. Right. So when there's no school for a while, I'm like. Mm. What did I watch on TV today? Sometimes that can tell me what it was. <laughs> it was the programming. <clears throat> yeah, that's uh Oh no. That's kind of it. So yeah, that's why I said that. Oh. Yeah. Next Monday, go back for semester two. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yes. So we'll see. All I've been doing is I've been playing guitar. Uh, last few days, that's basically it. What are, are you, uh, you learning anything new? Uh, I'm just doing some like I haven't played. I'm a little rusty, so I'm just doing some like scale practice. You know, not not exciting things. Uh, scales and little exercises, and I got to find something else to do to make it a little better. But bitch, we try to practice my huh. Which you're the only person I have to I I get, have to ask this to of um wh- which guitar? <clears throat> oh, my electric one. Okay, my newest one, the electric guitar practice. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, play with that, doing some stuff, just kind of getting, you know, <clears throat> trying to do something constructive. It's about it though. And I got I got again. It's hard because you know, like online, they're like, oh, make sure you practice. Like, that's a vague term. Um, like <laughs> that's sort of the overwhelming part. Sometimes, like practice, what exactly? Like, <laughs> well, you know that is a that's a really good point. 
uh, in that you can, and this is, oh gosh, this goes into many things in life too. It's a little like, it's a little paralysis, right? Cause you're like, yeah, I don't, and, and there's like so many things, right? Yeah. And I'm not like a music scholar, right? I know just like enough about like stuff yeah. to get overwhelmed and confused rather easily. Sure. So like, <laughs> you know, there's all this stuff you can do. So there's like scales, but which scales? Major, minor, uh, all the other modes, right? Phrygian, Mixolydian, uh, triads, inverted triads, right? Double inversion triads. Like, <clears throat> what? What do you do? <laughs> it, arpeggios. Like, uh, you know. Uh, <clears throat> what keys do you practice in? Well, Practicing in the key of E, by the way, sketch curious. Because, number one, several of the songs that I play with my friends are in the key of E. So I, I need somewhere to start. So I was like, E, sure. This one. <laughs> I do that one. Go there. <laughs> but I think, you know, that the, the, the paralysis, not, not necessarily even paralysis of choice, because I don't know. I get that whenever people are like, you know, what color do you want to paint the walls of your house? It's like, Oh, no. or what, right? what, what color do you want your logo to be? You know, make, oh. yes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Brief update on that. We know. And we've got it. Oh my gosh. Oh no. In the air. So, I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring it up. <laughs> no. So, so it's Funky Munch Pet Care, and um, our colors are are muted because we wanted to convey um, professionalism. Skill. We wanted to convey, yes, um, like a calming nature, a secure, um, yeah, trust. It's so, not like bright orange, right? right. Like so, eighties, like orange and green. <laughs> and so when I when I made the when I made the the logo because sorry Mike you're amazing Mike anyway and I made the logo I kind of made the cat and dog just a little silly right One, the dog's wearing a top hat and has some glasses on and the cat has a hat on perfect too, right so they're a little little silly but we had um they were doing these like free reviews of your brand um and your social media accounts by these by this person so we were like sure we'll throw ours out there. And she was like, everything else looks fine, but I want to talk to you about branding. And I was like, oh no, please don't, please don't, please don't, please don't, please don't. Yeah. She was like, this has been a great source of consternation for me yeah. for many months. I was like, my marriage barely survived. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> don't bring this up. And she said, with a name like Funky Bunch, I expected <clears throat> to click on the link and see like, like <coughs> tie dye and um, these kind of oh, true. and to see all these things. And, and, and I was like, no, because like purple moves. and green swirls, right? right. Like, Whoa, right. these bright psychedelic, psychedelic bro, kind of funky colors. The problem yeah. is, the problem is, is if you look at me and Megan and how we run our business, we're, we're not funky in that aspect, right? I'm not a 70s, so. What you're telling me is. You got Megan some bell bottoms for Christmas, right? So, so I got yeah, I got a pick. I can see her wearing a little one of those like peasant dress things, right? I can see her rocking that. I believe like a big flowy white shirt with like long sleeves. I don't think so. Yeah, headband. Megan, I think it's time for a style update. It'd be good, right? <laughs> like it's just angly earrings. No, 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 because. <laughs> Anyway, you can have a vest. Uh, right. So, 
so that that just brought up all these like all these uh thoughts that we had had because she and i had thought about that of like does this name fit the, the brand and fit everything that we're trying to do and ultimately we decided to stick with the name but not do funky colors because it's not that's not us right and and i don't like i want i want people to get that like we're fun but i don't want them to not think we're you know not professional or something like that so anyway um because i didn't think you know i show up to do dog walking and i'm wearing a tie-dye shirt i don't you know that's yes. like speak to men perfect <laughs> yeah no they'll love it they'll be like sup dude some round glasses yeah i'm good yeah <laughs> really good so, you know, uh, that's where we have found ourselves uh, with the logo. But uh, looping back to uh, paralysis by choice, um, with what you're talking about, it's even more, it's even deeper than that because when you're practicing, you're like, you're intentionally sitting down to try and prepare yourself for something in the future, right? So that you have better skills. Yeah. And so you almost have, you really have to have like a clear trajectory in mind, I guess in some instances, because you know, you can sit down and just kind of mess around on it and to, to keep your fingers limber and, and to <clears throat> things from recall. But if you're, if you're actually, well, yeah, but, to yeah, then you're not practice. doing anything. You're not progressing. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Right. And I guess remembering the song, the, like, Oh yeah. yeah. You're practicing and you're learning, which is really different than like rehearsing. Cause when you're rehearsing, you have everything lined out and you're just, you're just getting in that, you know that mode and you're you're really ironing things out but if you're practicing you you have, you have to get to that that's the the first step and so when you sit down yeah. and practice it's like Gah, what am i prepare what am i practicing for you know, what's the end goal here i, I don't yeah and it's really hard to do that way. when your goals are like vague of like not don't suck as much right that's like, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> so like <clears throat> you know but it's also like there's like I said earlier, there's so many different things that like I'm only vaguely aware of. Like you know, uh, it's one of those situations where like I know enough music theory to be dangerous about it, but like not really an expert, <clears throat> you know. So it's kind of like, well, you got to practice a couple of these things, but then then what? Like, what else do you do? Sure. Like I don't, I don't really know. It's kind of hard to figure out like the plan, right? Like, well, do some of this, do some of this, and then. What like what else do you do though? Like, <laughs> well, I think for me, one of the things is like, okay, is there anything I could practice that could detrimentally impact what I'm trying to actually accomplish? Right? Is there could I be practicing That's the true. wrong thing in life and general? Yeah, um, but in 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 other things, so that I'm not end up way out in left field, and I thought I was doing the right thing, but it just it didn't work out. True. That's why nobody practices the major pentatonic scale. Literally, no one uses that. So, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you don't use that one. You use something else. One <clears throat> uses the minor one. It's all like bluesy cool. stuff. That's everybody uses the minor pentatonic scale. That's the one. <laughs> Even when they're playing in the major key, right? You still play. Which is the other part's confusing. Like, why do I do? Is that okay? Like, that's some of the music theory rules. That I'm like unsure about. Like, is it okay? is it technically okay to do this? Hmm. Right? Like, <laughs> is this allowed? Like, I don't know. 
yeah. will sound like complete trash if I do that. Like, I'm not real sure. Like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, 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 they it can't be overwhelming and just weird, right? Like, well, I don't know. So I started there. We'll, we're just going to do that for a while and, and see how it goes. But <clears throat> just to run over some stuff and like, just have something to practice to yeah. just, you know, because again, haven't actually played with anybody in a long time for reasons, obvious reasons, right? So like, <laughs> right. <laughs> so I can do something. <clears throat> Don't want to get all dusty. Right. So brush it off. Just mess around with that a little bit this week. Cool. That's really it. Airman. How are things in Oklahoma? Where the wind blows. The, the are, they okay? <clears throat> are they okay? Are they okay? Ah! Nah. <laughs> uh, you know, work's picking back up, and so there's only three of us working for the entire oh, no. county uh, Yuck. this week. So everyone wanted to take, you know, a week off our vacation that left us a, a lot short, man. And so um, just a little crazy. We're getting uh, some of Shelby's friends coming up from Alabama tomorrow, and so we're going to have new year's festivities coming up and other than that that's really about it um excuse me and so yeah no uh not really a whole lot else going on um but all besides that but yeah that's that's kind of been all the stuff on our end um yeah, not, nothing really exciting to do. Uh, work, like I said, work's just crazy, and I haven't haven't had time to to do anything uh, outside of work besides, you know, get uh, you know, get get some stuff ready for you know post Christmas ex- uh, activities and uh, just just get some time spent with some some good friends coming up but yeah other than that that's really about it not bad well then uh i believe i have a question oh okay (laughs) (laughs) since gird my life well, here's here's something for us to ponder then. Since since none of us have anything going on. Okay. Right. And normally we talk about all the things we've have going on. Uh <clears throat> I have a question for you. So um I would like to know Well, let me start here. I thought of this question again. I had this in the back of my mind for a long time, but I had never had the place to bring it up until I was with partaking with uh, one of our favorite Christmas uh, traditions with Susan. And that is, of course, watching the Muppet Christmas Carol. Now, uh, if you've never seen this, it is the retelling of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol with the Muppets, right? The beloved Jim Henson production Muppets. Beloved Carol. Yes. Uh, Now, the problem is 
ever since Disney bought the Muppets in 2004, they've just sort of like remade the Muppet movie. Like, again, and again, and another one. So like, they are creatively bankrupt. They don't really know what to do with the Muppet property uh, because they're not really like geniuses like Jim Henson, obviously. Um, and so my question is, uh, the Muppets have done two retellings of a classic literature. One, of course, The Christmas Carol. And the other one was Treasure Island. So I think we need to decide what the next one should be. <laughs> what would be the best in classic right. piece of classic literature to be recreated with Muppets? I want to know your thoughts. I want to know your thoughts on this mm. question. Because I know the Muppets are near and dear to all of our hearts. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Okay. That's what I, I started thinking about that today and I didn't get very far because I was like, oh no, there's so many. I didn't know. Okay. So, so initial. Like, like you, you, you said of like. Yeah, I think, I think that would be. Yeah. I think that so because like that it's needs to be somewhat familiar enough with the audience to get it, you know, but then like also with like the parents obviously and then the it kind of introduces the kids to that story that classic story which is again that's what treasure island did yeah. and christmas carol did that i mean everybody knows christmas carol uh but the little kids didn't and then they watched them up and they're like oh this story's great <clears throat> and they did a really good job it's again jim Henson, genius uh so <clears throat> yeah i was just wondering what your thoughts on this were because I think it would be fun to like Dreamcast the Muppet Adventure movie. The next mm-hmm. one. <laughs> okay. So I have. So uh, I want your initial thoughts. Well, so for me, um, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think about maybe like why, why the Muppets worked so well in the retelling of the Christmas Carol and Treasure Island. What was it? What was it about them that made fit those those stories so well and well, i think part of it is the familiarity yes right yeah it, it, it's yes because they are really common or they're they're well known and so you you do yeah have, you can't pick an obscure you can't pick an, an obscure one you know if you okay so scarlet pimpernel is out is got it. out <laughs> yeah you know and and so <laughs> You know, I, you know. I don't know if you want to. Maybe they could do. Maybe they do Animal Farm. They could make a redo. Uh, Animal Farm. <laughs> um, Wait, what? That one's a little too heavy. Dark. Okay, okay. A little so, too dark. So I actually, <laughs> actually, have, I actually have two two that come to mind um, immediately. One is uh, actually staying with Charles Dickens, um, Oliver Twist. Um. Oh, good might be, call. Might be a good one. And then the other one that I'll throw out there for your consideration is um, Huckleberry Finn. Oh, snap. That'd be pretty good. Mm. Now, my only reservation with old Huck Finn 
Uh, I like that idea because it's very like adventuresome, right? But that gets a little like heavy in there too. But I think they could. I mean, so does a Christmas Carol, though, right? There's some heavy stuff there, so they could really yeah. <laughs> do a good job of like making it accessible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <clears throat> making those heavy themes in Huck Finn uh, accessible. And then again, if Huck Finn is too heavy, you could always do like Tom Sawyer, right? It's a little more lighthearted, but that's a good one. So Mark Twain, I like it. Yeah. Cause I'm also trying to think of who, like, I don't know, maybe we can get into, maybe we'll, we'll pick a book and then we'll do the casting of it later, but I'm, well, yeah, that was, yeah, right. Because <clears throat> I'm trying to remember what, who was it? Was it Gonzo that, um, played a, a quasi like Don Quixote character already. Um, and now I was thinking that too, because I, I had also thought Don Quixote would be perfect for Gonzo. Okay. Right. Cause I can see that. I don't know. It's, I'm not sure exactly, but I don't think they've done the story of Don Quixote, but I think that would be a good one. As long as Don Quixote was played by Gonzo, because it almost just has to be. Yeah. Right, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know who yeah. else would play Don Quixote. <laughs> but I think that would be fun because that's like a fun, like meandering, like adventure kind of yes. story. You know, yes. it's like very adventurous. That's the same thing with Tom Sawyer or Huck Finn, right? Mm-hmm. Those are very like adventuresome, and I think that would be a really good vehicle for the Muppets to like to do. I'm not super familiar with a lot of the details of Don Quixote anymore. Oh, Cause I haven't yeah. met, like read that in like a million years, but uh-huh. I definitely feel Gonzo as Don Quixote would be just beautiful. <laughs> Isn't it, it's kind of, you know, he, <laughs> he kind of goes a little, he loses his mind after reading so many books. Right. And then he goes, yeah. decides that he is, that's what he is. He is a knight and he, he recruits Sancho to go along with him and goes yeah. on just these adventures. <laughs> so you could see how very easily like, whether it's it's struck to to the book or not, right? He could just do adventures as Don Quixote. Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, we could like draw way. inspiration from those. But although the the thing I think yeah. that made Treasure Island and specifically Christmas Carol so good is they stuck very close to the book. Yeah, right. Like that's true. But I think you could. There's some because Don Quixote does do like a lot, so you could pick like some of the highlights. And that book is really long. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're not trying to do an ex- exhaustive cover. So anyway, yeah, not, not a three and a half hour presentation of Don Quixote featuring Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, those are those are mine right now. Uh, what did I say? I, like I, I said Oliver Twist, uh, Huck Finn, Huck Don Finn. Quixote. Yeah, um, I like it. I don't know. Mm. I, I'll do some more thinking here because I think uh, Aaron, what are you thinking? Well, for for some reason, the the first thing that popped in my mind uh, <clears throat> when he when he said you know classic literature, my mind kind of reverted back to all of the um, oh those those random books that we had to read when like we were in middle school, and so for for some reason, my first thought was like oh, the Great Gatsby. Ooh, yeah. like, well, <laughs> See. Um, <laughs> And and so it's it's so I, I had to Wait. kind of you know pull back pull pull back the reins reins a little bit. Um, but but you said uh kind of that Christmas theme, and and for some other reason, I my my brain's not 
fully fully focused on um, coming up with ideas because I'm I'm trying to think of of films or books that have been I don't say like remade a bunch of times but are are very like popular yeah. in that respects because the the standalone films that came out not that long ago from uh from the from the Muppets like there's one like two or three years ago that came out and I was like oh wow, that, was, that was a good movie and then there's another <clears throat> one that came out like 2014 yeah but they're not very memorable right because no, it's good. just again it's just yeah, kind of yeah. like so, the Muppet movie version again. seven right so like <laughs> yeah it's good because I mean they have the big ensemble casts so like you know that's what they do but again I think we can be more creative yeah. with the the idea here why I wanted to ask this and question so, and so I the, the only other thing that popped into my mind just oh so briefly was like a um a watered down version of uh, <laughs> because it just because ah, it's a Christmas a film and having Gonzo you know running through the uh you know uh or crawling through the air vents just just seemed like really appealing to me <laughs> um <laughs> but as far as like literature goes um. I'm trying to think of a random thing off the top of my head that like makes sense and that people like like understand of all ages and you know people that are older kind of have that nostalgic like oh hey yes I remember this um oh jeepers I'm trying to I can't even think of one that was just like oh yeah that you know that's what this is and because there's just there's a lot of and the other problem is you need sort of a big cast, right? Like a lot of them yeah. I could think about earlier were like, well, you need like four people for that. And there's mm-hmm. 6,000 Muppets. Yeah. So you need, <laughs> I, you need I got it. I got it. Moby Dick. Now, I thought about that. Uh, you could do Moby Dick, I suppose. <clears throat> it's a little heavy. It Again. Is. But most of the like classics are, are going to go through. Look, here's here's what the classics are. It's like a dystopian future. Um, it is true. Uh, people recovering from like wars where these things were written, um, or these like these really deep, sinister, allegorical tales of psychological unraveling through you know whatever. So it's like, <laughs> like it's true. Like I don't. What do you want him to do? Heart of darkness. Well, that's why I was trying to think of something else. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of something like very adventure Yeah. Right? But the problem is, I, I got a little stuck. Ooh, I got one. I got one. I got one. The Jungle Book. See, maybe. But again, they're already all animals. And I don't know how, like... And that's, that's, what's, that's what's perfect about it. You just recreate those same characters. Just with Muppets? Like, in, instead? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> well, I mean, my mind went to something like Jules Verne-y, like Around the World in 80 Days. Right, they're very like adventure and they go off, and there's a, there's a whole bunch of people, you know. Robinson Crusoe, somebody's, yeah. Well, Robinson Crusoe, there's one, person. two, yeah, people. Two. No, it's Friday. No Friday, right? right. Uh, <laughs> uh, my first entry, actually, my first official entry, the Three Musketeers. That was okay. That's I was yeah. I was gonna. I, yeah. So when I was mm-hmm. thinking about um, uh, Don Quixote, uh, that was my that was my follow up to that one. Was 
that Three Musketeers would actually be a really good one because you talk about large cast. Yeah, you've got yeah. There's like a million people in that story <laughs> coming and going and all sorts of intrigue and whatever. Yeah, you could. I could definitely see how you could make that. Yeah, one. and there's there's a lot of room in that movie for like, um, like live action like actors also, like the evil yeah. count guy or whatever could be an actor. Right. Because I think the thing that makes the Muppet movies really good. And again, why the number one thing that makes Christmas Carol and Muppet Treasure Island beautiful. <clears throat> number one, the Muppet Christmas Carol has Michael Caine is in that movie. All right. Sir <laughs> Michael Caine is Ebenezer Scrooge. All right. Just stop. Yeah. Full stop. Like that's, <laughs> that movie is already brilliant. All right. <clears throat> and Muppet Treasure Island. Long John Silver is played by Tim Curry for crying out loud. Okay. So like (laughs) if you have somebody like that in your movie, it's just going to really help bolster everybody because it's going to be so good because those people are so good at acting. So something like three Musketeers, I think there's a lot of room for other actors to come in uh, as well as you have the, the three, I mean, four really musketeers because you're D'Artagnan, but like, I know it's fine, but like, (laughs) 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 I think that would be, I think that would be a good one. Mm -hmm. I like that one. Yeah. I think of what we've said so far, um, I like that one the best, unless you want to go like, go way back and try and have, do like do do the Iliad. That'd be kind of, (laughs) I think a Muppet Odyssey actually might be kind of sweet, right? Like, well, I I was I was thinking about like um, like Kermit as Odysseus, right? Like that would be so good. Of like, uh, what is it? Clash of the Titans? Yeah, right. Like, Uh I think something like that That would be like. I think I think I don't know about the Iliad, but I think the Odyssey Odyssey. would be a better Muppet movie. Yeah. Because they do all the stuff. There's the Cyclops and the thing and the traveling and the boat and all the crew, right? Like, it's like a million people. I think that would be pretty good. <laughs> uh, my other suggestion, uh, because I went with like swashbuckly, right? What about <clears throat> Muppet Robin Hood? Ah. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I can or if out. you want to go like real crazy, you could do Ivanhoe. Just saying. Now, that might be a bit much. <laughs> Robin Hood's in that one. But like, I think, <laughs> I think maybe uh, Robin Hood might be a little bit safer bet. But like, <laughs> I think Robin Hood could be really fun because you have all the Merry Men, right? You have Maid Marian. So you could have a Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy thing going on, right? Because you got to yeah. have that, obviously. Uh, <laughs> I think Prince John could be some sort of actor could get a really good prince john you know i think that would be good too okay so what do we what do we have so far we've had um i threw out <laughs> huck finn uh, yeah uh, uh what what have i said oh, like, what you, words yeah. you said huck finn and don quixote okay and aaron threw out um Aaron, what'd you say? <laughs> die hard? No. Not right now. <laughs> Not my die hard. And, um, well, that or 
like Clash yeah, of the like, Titans. Um, there, there's another thing that kind of pops in my head. I don't know why, but um, the uh, Angels in the Outfield movie. <laughs> Remake of that. Look how no, because that movie is perfect already, and we don't need to change it. Yeah, we're like we need a Muppets retelling of a classic literature, and Aaron's like Die Hard and Angels in the Outfield. Angels in the Outfield. Wait, okay. And Brandon, you said you have said uh, I said either the Three Musketeers or Robin Hood. Yeah, I like I like those. So, so Huck Finn, Don Quixote, Clash of the Titans, Three Musketeers, The Odyssey, Robin Hood. Where are we thinking? What are we thinking on this? I don't know. How much wanna be the best one? Because you need like a lot of people. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Possibly some singing. I don't know. If the Odyssey has room for lots of song, right? <laughs> no, no. And then, yeah, uh, yeah, mm. yeah. It's hard. Mm. And I really like the Tom Sawyer Huck Finn idea. Yeah, that could be good too. Or you also said Oliver Twist. I did, right. but but that that one also touches on some, you know, some hard topics of like child labor. And, <clears throat> and I think the fact that it's already set in Dickensian London is yeah. like we did already have that. Much. So like, <laughs> oh, um, um, uh, wait a minute, uh, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, let me try to stem. Uh, Gulliver travels. Oh. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Uh, because that is uh, very travels, very adventury, multiple locations. Um, yeah, and it's a very big, big story. Literally, at one point, if I recall, yes. Um, <laughs> is it, is it Journey to the center of the earth, pretty big too. Um. I don't remember like how many other people there's like a small group that goes on the huge grand adventure, but I don't know about how many other people they encounter. Cause I, I was thinking about that mm. one with other Jules Verne ones, but the problem with Jules Verne is it's like a very small group usually, right? Like even 20,000 leagues under the sea, it's like a dude and captain Nemo. But, I, but that, You're like, okay, that well be, that could be the, the, the fun part of it of, of just adding random characters. That's true. That is a good point. Like how to broaden the scope. Right. Yeah. Cause that's what, that's what, um, treasure Island did is like, yeah, there was a lot of characters like in the book, but none of them were really truly brought to life until, you know, you know, Bob and treasure. Like, can you not remember? Oh, yeah. That's true. Long shot. Right. Dead Tom's always yeah. that's, called Dead Tom. that's true. Like, I mean, that's a great point. I do like that part. <laughs> so that is a good point. That is a good point. Because like, yeah. But I mean, you. Well, I mean, that's why something like, yeah, I guess like twenty thousand leagues under the sea, you would have like the whole Nautilus crew, right? 
to fill. Whereas I'm pretty sure Journey to the Center of the Earth is like two dudes in a cave most of the time. Yeah. So Same like. Things. <laughs> uh. Well, I think what's what's the you know speaking of like 2000 leagues, um, you know the the movie um, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I think just I think just having something like that random amount of casting would be quite interesting because like that that just you know I, I like that, that movie so weird man I, <laughs> I don't. But I, I think it's it's still would hold up enough to add, you know, as goofy and silly as that movie is, add that with semi actiony um appeal of the Muppets. That's true. But I, you know, I, I think it yeah, well. I only question about like a lot of the people in that that story, I don't think anybody has any idea who they are. Right? Like mm. can you be like, oh man, Alan Quartermain What? Now, who the heck is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so that one, that is a very interesting movie. We can talk about that another time, maybe, because that movie is so weird. But like, I, <laughs> I think it needs to be more familiar to be a good Muppety movie. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I just think like the randomness because you know, what you you don't expect exactly you know Muppets and you know, Treasure well, Island to be a thing until until it is one. I don't know, but I think Treasure Island is so like adventurous. It's like a very adventurous movie that it really just kind of fits right. You can add a lot of stuff in there and make it silly and fun, you know, and then kind of yeah. go on on the whole thing. I think that's why it works so well. And then that I think. Again, it's very like you know. I, I guess the only word that's really coming to mind is like swashbuckling, right? Like that's, <laughs> that's kind of what it is. And then the the counterpoint is what makes the Christmas Carol so good is it's just such a sincere delivery from like the Muppets, right? You're not always expecting like sincere, like heartfelt when you think about Muppets because you think about like oh, it's a zany adventure, right? But that movie's so like, yeah, like <laughs> I'm gonna punch you in the feels now, bam. So like. They do have that ability to counterpoint it in that way. So, yeah, trying to combine those into two, you know, which is why, like, a, like a, a Tom Sawyer or Huck Finn would be good because that has both of those. You know what I mean? And yeah. like some of the Three Musketeers stuff, it's also in there a little bit, but then you could have like. Gonzo sword fighting, which would be hilarious. So that would be great. I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think I like that yeah. that putting them in uh, roles that are very very physical and have them interacting with the world around them a lot is what's going to be really good. Um, so yeah, because so you can I, have the world right. Yes, because you can like the world of the Christmas Carol is just populated with like a billion Muppets and people everywhere. It's very full feeling, and then like. And even in Treasure Island, like they're on the ship a lot, and so that ship is very just full of stuff, right? So that's you get that kind of fullness from the area and the setting too. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it's up. To, I guess it's how you, you know, I think feel like we've got a really big list right now: Huck Van Don Quixote, yeah. Clash of Titans, Three Musketeers, The Odyssey, Robin, Robin Hood, and Gulliver's Travels. 
Um, yeah. So um, I think we need to make a decision on this and just see, and so we can move into casting. I think so. <laughs> so, okay. So out of that list, let's pretend we're Disney executives. All right. And you have been greenlit several Muppet movies. Which one do you start with? What's going to be the first one at the gate to draw people in and be like, oh, this is a thing, right? Because I really think like the Odyssey would be a good Muppet movie. I don't know if it's the first Muppet movie. Well, it's kind of like, you know, what, what's kind of popular right now? Like, what is... <clears throat> What is I mean, everybody's that, trapped in their house for like a whole like, year, oh, so like yeah. adventure movies are going to yeah. be the worst. That's what, when I look at this list and Don Quixote, Clash of Titans, Three Musketeers, Odyssey, Robin Hood, Gulliver's Travels, the one that really pops out to me is Three Musketeers um, from that list because it's the name is immediately recognizable. You kind of know what you're getting, what to expect from it like i don't yeah i don't if i saw a clash of titans poster from for the muppet i think i would be really confused Um, that's true (laughs) and then if i think of the odyssey and don quixote i would be worried about what on earth are you going to do with those right because they are so meandering so large that i think there's a lot of room to get lost um lost in that so the focus of those adventures of the story, I think it's a lot tighter, easier to tell, especially given the pattern of Christmas Carol and Treasure Island of sticking really close to the the story, the original text. That's a good point. Um, I think Huck Finn, uh, Three Musketeers, I mean, Robin Hood are much easier to tell. It's very concise. Yeah, it is. Conci- it is concise. Yes. And again, let's pretend you've been given like five movies. So you, I think you could make some of those other ones later. But the first one out the gate, because the first one's got to do good. Right? Otherwise, the rest of them aren't going to get made. <laughs> so out of those three, yeah, I mean, you know, some people are just like, Disney sometimes like, no, we're making them anyway. Who cares? We have billions of dollars. Whatever. Well, no one watched it. Who cares? <clears throat> So those you said three musketeers, Tom Sawyer or Huck Finn, and what was the other one? Uh, I said three musketeers. Oh, Robin Hood. Huck and Robin Hood. The other ones again, I think are good, would be really fun. Clash of Titans, The Odyssey, and Gulliver's Travels. I just think that they're way too big to to launch. Yeah, with. they need and some workshopping, and maybe a little bit too obscure for most people. Um, That's true. Uh, I'm gonna especially add, Clash of the Titans. Yeah, I'm going to add Don Quixote in there too. I mean, just because. Yeah, Don Quixote, Clash of Titans, Odyssey, and Gulliver's Travels are. Maybe, let's yeah. put those on the back. So those corner. are. Yeah, but, those are those need some development. Yeah, Three Musketeers, Huck Finn, and Robin Hood. I think are definitely the short list. Short list. Yeah. Okay. Not the hard part. Hmm. Um, the hard part. Well, one of the hard parts. Getting there. <laughs> it's true. Oh man. Um. Like I said, I don't know when you look when you think of those, like m- movie poster wise and and marketing wise. What do you think would be the easiest one to to get across to people? Honestly, I think it's probably Robin Hood. 
but the movie I want to see the most is The Three Musketeers. <laughs> Okay, so why 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 does Robin Hood feel like it's the easiest one to get across? Yeah, because it's the most accessible story out of all of them. Sure, right? It's the most accessible one. It's like people kind of know what's up. People know the story of Robin Hood. The only trepidation I have with making that the first one is there's like a billion Robin Hoods, right? And I don't know if people want another one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, Especially since the last movie studio, Robin Hood movie, was like a complete garbage fire of nonsense. Like, yeah, I tried to watch part of that movie and was like, what the heck is happening? (laughs) What is this? Yeah, you wouldn't want that to be what comes out. Uh, Yeah. I can see that being being definitely. taking into consideration. So, you know, then you're left with Huck Finn and Three Musketeers, two very different kind of stories to be told. That's true. Um, one being a pretty grand adventure. Uh, the other one, I mean, still being a grand adventure, but the world, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like Huck Finn feels much smaller. And it really does. Versus, and not so like life and death like grand scheming wise um well that's true the you could say you could argue that the the huck finn is more a journey of uh it's just huck's journey right it's like to desert it's a journey of self whereas three musketeers is part of that is d'artagnan's journey but like the rest of it's like the whole group's striving to change and make things better Right. It's very uplifting. Yeah. And I think the Muppets could lean into the uplifting part of that story. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Because there is a, you know, Huck Finn is kind of just an adventure, but Three Musketeers has a culmination <clears throat> right at the end. Like yeah. things are accomplished. Yeah. Huck Finn has a lot of internal struggle. Yeah. Right. And he deals with a lot of that. A lot of Huck's demons are inside. Right. Like Three Musketeers has a bad guy. Right. You're like, hey, look, that's the bad guy. So, yeah. like, it, <laughs> I, I feel like, yeah. For that reason, it makes it conceptually. Yes. So I think Muppets Three Musketeers. Are we all all in agreement? I plus that movie poster would be so good. See, that's what I'm also (laughs) thinking. I and it may just be because I have such fun memories for Treasure Island that I want to see them, you know, swashbuckling again. (laughs) True. True. No, I think, uh, yeah, I, I definitely remember the, um, oh, well, what is it called? Um, uh, like the, the, the promos, the previews on like on TV is like your favorite Muppets are back. Like I, I, I definitely remember seeing those for Muppet Treasure Island and just being like really excited. So I think something like that. Okay. So three would back a lot of nostalgia and I think it'd be pretty cool. Stuff. And I think it'd be very interesting to see. Okay. There we go. Now. Cast characters. Yeah, here's the question. The big question is. uh, I don't remember. Is there. Some. The question that I have that I'm trying to remember is there's always the easy like 
you have to have Kermit and the Frog Miss Piggy pairing. Right? That's like a law in a Muppet movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so is there a love interest of one of the characters? And I don't remember. Oh. Well, uh, well, that's true. They fabricated. Well, they stuck it in there. Really they made him like in, uh, Bin Gun. They made it Miss Piggy. So never mind. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, they just made it up. So that's a good point. All right, never mind. Okay. Well, yeah, there um, wasn't wow. like in. <laughs> so my yeah. There you go, Aaron. Aaron saves the day again. Thanks, Aaron. Um. <clears throat> <laughs> so, follow up question. Okay. Three Musketeers, Athos, Porthos, Artemis. Okay. Plus D'Artagnan. Do you make? All of them Muppets, or do you make D'Artagnan also an actor? D'Artagnan is an actor, uh, and I, I think I think the easy one would be Kermit Fozzie Gonzo as the Three Musketeers, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. No, okay, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, uh, put them in those roles for sure. I think it's almost necessary, really, right? Like, I, yeah, okay, no, no. we could. Uh, I'm not familiar enough with that story at this moment to like <laughs> determine which one should be which, but I think, I think that yeah. the actual three musketeers probably should be Kermit Fozzie Gonzo. Yes, we can I think absolutely just you know, but like, <laughs> well, so okay, so I, I, I had to pull up the uh. The plot summary and because i'm doing remember. right now um there is i do remember this um uh lady de winter is uh there is some interest between her and d'artagnan so but they don't you know they don't like each other later because she goes somewhere else so like you might be able to put a little intrigue there with um miss piggy but you know rewrite it so something actually happens but uh well, that's what I'm saying because I I thought so, and so that would be like, is Kermit D'Artagnan or is Kermit just one of those musketeers? That would be the question. Oh, right. But right, you could right, just right, have, sorry, sorry. yeah. But if you did that, you could also have us like a a counterpoint story where like maybe their relationship doesn't work out, but then Kermit falls yeah. in love with some you know, <laughs> right something, yeah, one of her, you know, somebody else at court or something like that. <laughs> so that might work. Yeah, you could just write her into something. Right. Okay. So who who plays the cardinal? Who plays the cardinal? Uh, oh, and I think Planchette, the little servant guy, that's got to be Rizzo. Rizzo. Right. Right. You can. You can. <laughs> yes. Yep. You have to do that. One. You could. Do, you could add him in there. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was the cardinal. So uh, that should probably be another actor too, right? So that you could have D'Artagnan and the cardinal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, I got it. Ready for the ringer, Cardinal? <clears throat> Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it very much. Very much. Because he's so good, yeah. right? If Gary Oldman is too serious, I have a follow-up Cardinal. Okay. I mean, I, I'm fine with him because you think of the other kind of caliber of, of uh, actors that they had in the other two. Um, so who who would who's your not so serious? 
Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Too much? You got Tom Hanks overload? Yeah. No, okay. I'm... All right. All right. Gary Oldman, it is. Gary Oldman. I think Gary Oldman would be great. Right? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so good. <clears throat> I like this. I like this a lot. Okay. Um, <laughs> the problem is, I don't really know of any young actors that could be D'Artagnan. Um, Aaron, you you're hip with it. Uh, who's a who's a young young actor? Uh, uh, go. Oh, sorry. Um, the uh. Tom Holland, the guy that plays Spider Man. Oh. Boom. Oh. Oh, that actually. Okay. Because he's funny ah. too, right? He's funny. Yeah. Um, he plays kind of those those characters. Um, this is all coming together that's nicely. Yeah, that, that, that's just the only. That's just the only one that that came off the top of my head. Was, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't really. I can't like. I don't have any like new like. Real. You know, there's because I I feel like D'Artagnan's got to be a younger guy. I feel like he was in his know? what, like twenties or younger. yeah, <clears throat> yeah. He's a he's a younger guy in the movies, I think. Yeah. So like, I'm not real sure like who could be a real like swashbuckly, like suave kind of adventurous guy like that. I don't really know. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, no, no, none of these people on this list are jumping out at me. No, or they're too tied to other things. I don't want to like, you know, or they're just like <clears throat> much older. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really fit the the mold there. That makes it. And I don't know. Great. I don't. I don't. It does because I'm not familiar with like some of the new up and coming people. Like I don't know, like John Boyega. I'm in there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know if Disney wants to cast him again. He got he ran his mouth a lot about Star Wars, and they got a little grumpy with him. So they, oh. <laughs> this is true. <clears throat> but this is the perfect cast that we're putting together. So, yeah, I think I like the idea of Tom Holland uh, just because of. Uh, He's a pretty young guy. He's young, and I think he would. I think he could play off the Muppets pretty good, right? Because like he's pretty animated. He's kind of got that. Probably got a pretty good sense of humor, but that could work. I like it. Good job, Aaron. Yeah, thanks for pulling through with us. Well, because there, because there's you know, you know him, and then that's honestly like the only kind of. <laughs> young hip person I could think of. Granted, I haven't seen like a movie in well almost a year because they haven't uh, made movies in almost a year. Yeah, and so <laughs> I, I think something like that. You know, he's you know he's <coughs> excuse me, pretty well known. He's you know active. He, you know, either him or like you know, if you want to go like super overboard, but still be like popular. I mean, like you know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I mean, he's, he's not a young guy, guy, though. Young, young guy. True. Right. But, but he's not like a because D'Artagnan's like a young strapping guy. Right. And he's, he meets up with the because he's pretty young. I I feel like or I always got the sense that he was young, younger. 
So like, even though I do love the rock, uh, he's not exactly fitting that bill these days. Right. <laughs> True. But no. I think, I think he's still, he's still, the popularity of him is still is still pretty big. That's true, but I don't know if he's ready for. And, I don't and, think plus, he, and plus, that's definitely like something extremely over the top for um, the Muppets. You know, to be like, oh yeah, you know, oh here's you know this young guy, and then like some massive behemoth shows up. And it's like, true. Oh, it's yeah. That, that was just my, just as my thought of either going something that you know makes sense and or something extremely over the top. Maybe we'll find a spot for him in, in one of the other ones, right? Maybe. <laughs> Die Hard the Muppet. Die No. Plays Hans. I love no. <laughs> I had forgotten that Milady de Winter you was married to Athos, and they are and they got divorced. So I don't oh. know how exactly you play that together. well if you just make them still married yeah and then maybe find d'artagnan somebody else yeah then you could make athos be kermit yes yeah. right <laughs> there you go and then like you could have d'artagnan like flirting or being in love with one of her like maids or something like one of her ladies of yeah. court or something like that right that would work he could fall in love with one of the the other ladies in the in the court there that could work you could work around that a little bit make it more muppety Yes. Well, he so he does fall in love with the queen's seamstress, D'Artagnan. So you could make that. There we go. So uh, that's fine. We'll just make Lady De Winter and <laughs> and and Kermit still married, and then you can have the seamstress lady be somebody else, <laughs> some <laughs> um, don't know. some actress person yes. <laughs> who I don't know. Uh, this could be good. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, like so okay. So, Athos is Kermit, and I have descriptions for you. Um, Porthos. Okay. Yeah. Is is fashionable of clothes, keen to make fortune for himself, the least cerebral of the cortex, he compensates with his Homeric strength of body and character. What's the other one? Uh, What's Aramis is yeah. uh, a handsome young man who hesitates between his religious calling and his fondness for women and scheming. Well, obviously that's Gonzo, Gonzo. and women. We replace it with chickens. Chickens, yeah. right? <laughs> obviously. Yes. Yes. So, so that's Gonzo, and then the other one is Fozzie Bear. He's a bear. He's big, strong. Like I'm a bear, but he's also like really kind and like, oh, yeah. <clears throat> I think that's good. Yes. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Yeah. So instead of just like women and canoodling, it's just like chickens because he's always like, oh hey, right. And, you know, like, <laughs> There we go. Nailed it. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> this is easy. And then at court, at the court in the Queen's Court or whatever you are, you obviously have the Swedish chef hanging out in there, right? Mm-hmm. Doing cooking stuff, right? Fit him in there. And the band, Colin's favorite band, the uh, the Muppet band there. They oh, could be at yeah. court too. Uh, 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 yep. I forgot their name all of a sudden. Yep. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the electric mayhem. Sorry, the electric mayhem. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. See, yes, we're pulling everybody together. So, wow, perfect. I like they this. can be there because they because that they, there's lots of scenes at like the court, like because it's French court, right? So there's lots of crazy stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They could be in there. <laughs> 
you're gonna have a great scene. You can just kind of rehash that scene with animal, right? Trying to play French court music, right? All like kind and gentle. And then just like rah and like goes crazy. <laughs> they start playing something else weird. I mean he only does it in every single movie, it's fine. It'll be good. <laughs> oh. Again. There we go. I like this. Okay. I like it a lot. Well, uh, Disney, um, you're welcome. We appreciate that. Um, you can send your emoji text to the contact information that will be listed in the show notes that you can find yeah. at <laughs> obrotherpodcast.com. For- <laughs> <laughs> look forward to working with you and partnering with you on writing this. It's been really good. That's yeah, true. It'll be great. Um, contact with- <laughs> yeah, let us know. And uh, we'll help you get this sorted out so that we can have... I really now want to see uh, the Muppets Three Musketeers. It's going to be great. <laughs> wow. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm looking forward to this coming out in 2025. It'll be perfect. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Sweet. Well... Dance, I think that's a wrap. That's a lot of work. Ooh, that's, All that's right. more productivity. Oh, man, so that. tired. Talk about value added to listeners. Wow. I think so. We're doing it ready. Listeners, let us know your <laughs> Muppet movie of choice. Which one are you most excited to see? <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll do some follow-up episodes on uh, the second, third, fourth. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Get those. <laughs> <laughs> perfect well uh love you guys very much and uh love you too have fun walking dogs right where you're off to yes all the fun always take your flashlight okay anyway um (laughs) fun stuff so uh talk to you guys soon love you all righty i love you too (laughs) Bye. Bye. bye bye bye